Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 58. Of I don't know why we're still counting. Cast because, Nick, it's a challenge to see how long we can keep track of it. Okay. Well, if that's ch if that's the challenge, we stopped a long time ago because I think we got it wrong after like six. It's incredibly true. Nick DiCarlo, how are you? I'm wonderful. You just got back from South Africa. South Africa. Not Syria. Not Syria. Not Iran. No. Not anywhere crazy. We'll talk about your Africa trip here in a minute. Okay. Uh, this is the FACT cast. <laughs> FACT stands for what, Zachary Barbarin? Stands what it's always stand for. Frequent answers and questions. Frequent answers and questions, indeed. Finally, at the end of the table, we have the man with an opinion of an average fucking person. You say binion? Binion hey, of Matt a man. Miller, thanks for having me here. It's an honor to be here. Hey, Nick. I'm glad you came back. You, you, you knew where to go today. I did. You showed up right on time. I sure did. 48 minutes. Some say I could be Motherfucking earlier. late. <laughs> well, that's right on time for Nick Hulgeen. <laughs> so fact is a, uh, the Fact Cast is a show where we talk about uh, many random topics, discussions. Sometimes we talk about video games. Sometimes we talk about politics. We talk about sports. But first and foremost, we got to talk about what's going on with Syria. Syria is now back in the news. We cared about it a whole lot with all the refugees. That was like what? A year ago about? Less than a year ago? Um, eh, about two years. Less no, than, less than no, a year ago. Last time Syria blew up was in the news. Yes, but and then about a year ago. Trump also did the whole Syrian right. yeah, but thing, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like uh Syria has kind of been probably the main issue in the world, with the exception of maybe like Ebola, which was, took the spotlight for like a year. Mm -hmm. But yeah. uh, Syria is like Half the main thing, right main problem in the world, I think. That and the shitty reviews that Mass Effect have been getting. Well, that and then uh, we keep we keep shooting cops, but we don't care about that anymore for some reason. We don't care about like I guess we only care well, about Pepsi. Solved we only the care problem. about what Pepsi solved the problem. What was the what was the, the problem? Pepsi commercial. I've not seen that Pepsi commercial. Oh. Anyway, focus that. All right, we can focus. <laughs> um, even Zach, though, even though I pulled us off track, Zach, open us up with uh, our talk on Syria. Um, you watched a good seven YouTube videos, everyone. Okay, you know and that's a that's <laughs> about wasn't that, that many, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's about the maximum of research. Well, no, I mean, um, I guess it all started this week with uh, the chemical attacks, which was kind of mind blowing. Like, did you guys see the, see those videos? Like, on, on I didn't catch Facebook? any of this until we ended up shooting some missiles over. Oh my god, it was, it was so crazy. Me like, well, there was just like there was like videos all over Facebook of like bodies laying on the ground after like a chemical attack like one of the videos was just like literally just like dozens of children just like laying down dead and this is this is last this is like the sixth this is like lively kind of shit there was like Day i saw like ago. four or five people sharing it on facebook i was like it was kind of shocking to see it on facebook like i think it's probably better for exposure to like people should be aware of like what's happening in the world but it was still kind of like eye-opening and and then just yesterday uh the u.s sent like uh 50 missiles and well we so sent 50 missiles and they all landed like within like a minute a and minute. a half of each other well and we warned russia and syria beforehand but it was like just beforehand yeah we were basically destroying the air base that the attack emanated from mm -hmm. that they figured out through radar so i also heard that syria who's in charge of syria right now the Assad, uh, Assad regime. Assad regime. Well, it's a civil know. war, but like, yeah. I understand that. 
Yeah, the, the Assad regime is in they, power. And they're the ones who had these chemical weapons, right? Basically? Yes. Yeah. So I heard that... Uh, we're, and Russia put them in power, I think, a while ago. I think in the 70s. Well, Russia basically put the Assad regime in power. Russia put them in power, but... Uh, they're supposed to check up on him. But right? uh, yeah, I know that like the, the this one family's been been like in power since i think like the since after like right after world war one um so like what the 20 1920 maybe or maybe 1930 i don't know i'm checking out my my cheat uh, cheat guide right now yeah it's like bashar al-assad or no Mm -hmm. um, i don't know but uh assad's like father was was the leader yeah of syria and then after the arab spring um Instead of instead of them like you know stepping down, they like retaliated on their own citizens, and that was in like two thousand I think like eleven. Don't you guys? Two thousand ten. There was the Free Syrian Army, and they began fighting the Sunni Muslims. The civil war, and one hundred thousand people have died as of July two thousand thirteen. Yeah, two hundred one million Syrian refugee, refugees have uh, had to fly had to uh, flee to Jordan, Iraq, Lebanon, and Turkey. Yeah, it's just it's just like it's a total humanitarian like fuck up. Like there's a lot of people that are just like regular people that are caught in the middle of this. Oh, I know. And it's like totally fucking sad and it's mm-hmm. depressing. But like I, what's the answer? You know what I mean? Like what what I think you what just do you gotta, guys think? What okay. do you guys think? What do you guys think we that the that the US should do or what do you guys think well, the world should do? Um or do you think we have to do anything? The well the issue is it's kind of a Pardon the slightly derogatory name, but it's kind of like a Mexican standoff. You know, everybody's kind of pointing a gun at each other. Hey. Like, like I said, pardon, <laughs> pardon the... Yeah, Nick. Mexican standoffs, okay? You know what they're like. You've been in a few of them. <laughs> On a regular basis. So, well, civil wars are always the worst, right? Because, like, they're... Hey, they're really... When we had our civil war, America won. I mean, that's true, but that's the way... It, God, that's like the dumbest thing you, you possibly say where you can't disagree with you. I'm pretty sure like the Civil War was the bloodiest war in American history. Yeah, exactly. But the main problem is we can't retaliate because we're going to piss off Russia mm-hmm. by retaliating. Well, well, why would we exactly piss off Russia? Doesn't Russia know? Be- Wait, because Russia, Russia is like... There are two things to unpack in that because question. Because Russia so, likes having the Assad in... Power for yes. one, yeah, and they're they're, and they're, they're, they're supporting they're supporting the the Assad regime, yeah. even if they fuck up, even if they're doing fucked up shit. Yeah, well, Russia's doing fucked up shit, so it kind of you know, yeah, bird in the hand is worth two in the so bush. It, so it's basically like we have two gigantic superpowers getting upset but over what's it's one but little you also, fucking in in the mix in the mix of this. You also have ISIS, which is, is like another oh yeah, they're like they're a another group that's like fighting for for control of Syria. Like yeah. it's pretty crazy, and I, I think there's also another group that's kind of separate as well, like another separate faction. And so it's just yes. crazy. It's like there's like this this huge like clusterfuck. But like I know that uh, God, I don't know. It's just it for me. It's depressing because I'm not a religious person at all, um, and I just feel like religion is just like a fucked up thing and. And I know that that has a lot to do with it because uh, Assad is, he's like, his regime is like one type of like 
Muslim. Yeah, there's the Shiites, the Sunnis. Yeah. yeah, and but yeah, like the Sunnis. I don't know the difference. The Sunnis, them. I think, is like the majority, and so like the the Assad regime is like they're like a minority. Yeah. Within the, with like within the greater uh, greater area, and so it's just like it's, it just seems kind of fucked up. Isn't that so weird though? Because like in like our society in the West and in, in Europe, in many places where you have like religions that are very very close, but you obviously are like, no, I'm Christian. I am not Catholic. Yeah. But it's not like I'm Christian and I hate Catholics. It's just like, no, Catholics are cool. They're, they, they believe me. They go to church, you know, yeah, maybe but, they think that it's, it's different, but it's not like, yeah, but you still, you, you have fucked it. Just like religion in general is just fucked up to, to me in, in my opinion. Cause you also have like, you, you go back to like, uh, Ireland in like what the, like the sixties and like you had like Irish Catholic and like the, the Protestants were like, yeah. We're like but at war with one another. <laughs> that was awful like, what the back fuck? then. But it wasn't know. so much that wasn't so much about religion. That was more about a free the freedom of Ireland and not being part of the UK. Yeah, but I think it also I think it also I mean just, it's it's very religious. Yeah. Like yeah. you cross you know that I mean? border like, and it's different, but I mean I guess they It's just like an additional thing to in yeah. my mind it's just an additional thing to like help <coughs> like segregate people, separate people, and like get people in oh, that it, mindset. Oh, it totally is. Like, but. you know, it's us versus them, and like it's just like such a shitty thing. Because at the end of the day, and I, I mean, maybe this is a cheesy thing to say. I mean, but at the end of the day, we're all fucking human beings. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh. So like, at the end of the day, it's like, and and that's another thing that like I think is kind of shitty is like so many people that are so anti-refugee. Like, what the fuck? These are like human beings. Like, there's a lot of normal ass people that are you know highly educated that are like all of a sudden their country's just fucked like what do you what do you expect them to do mm-hmm. well go, going you know back I mean? to your, your your topic you said of like it's just another thing that we can like segregate ourselves with it's so interesting because religion is a totally like you know like having religious differences you know like your belief differences we'll just call it that and how that separates you apart like that's that's such as a human thing that we just made up i mean clearly there's men and women and then, you know, the rest of the whole rest of the pile that we want to call people now. I'm not saying that in a mean fucking way. I'm just saying, like, I'm just going to insult people if I try to, like, name all of the pronouns correctly. Um, so, obviously, we're different like that. Men are different from women. We have different body parts and stuff. If you compare, like, my skin versus Nick's skin, a little bit tanner, you're a Creole, so you have, like, a different background. Black people, white people, Asian people, everything. So, so that's just, you know, innate in nature. But... That wasn't enough for us. We're like, we got to come up with a third thing to go to war and hate each other over. And that third thing well, is, well, what do you believe? What do you think is the reason why we're here? You all, don't fucking oh, think it's the sun god? It's definitely the sun god. You what, know, like, what, well, team, what team do you they, support? And I'm not, I'm not saying anything against, anything against religion. There, I know lots of great people who are religious, and it is their rock, and it is their lives, and it does amazing things for them. But it has hurt our planet probably more than it has helped our planet. Yeah. Religion is designed, for the most part, for one thing, and that's for the few to control the many. Well, you sure, yeah. yeah I, mean, I, I, I think, guess so, I think that I think that you, you could say that you could argue that it's about money, that it's about power. Yeah, it's about, exactly. Like, it's a, it's about control. But you would get a religion if you had a person here who went to church all the time. They would say, no, it's about telling other it's people that you can live a better and, life and community. Yeah, exactly. But that's well, not, there are I, and I do I do agree I do agree with that to to a degree. Um, I mean, I've, I've witnessed that, but you I agree, feel like, I Sorry. feel like, I feel like we need to get away from that mindset of like relying on, on religion because there's so much bullshit that goes along with it of just like trying to follow like 
fucking but, written book. But this isn't a discussion about beings. religion. This is a discussion about Syria. That's true, yeah. So let's get back on topic. Well, well, I, just, well I, I, mean, I just have more to say about random... So, so t- getting back on topic arguments. with Syria, like, what do we do? What does the U.S. do? What does the world do? I mean, what's the approach we take here? Because, like, it seems like this is, like, there's no end in sight. Yeah. I don't think there will ever be an end in sight of, of random shit that's going on. But it just seems like in the past, like, 30 years or so, just the Middle East has been, like, the main focus of the world's yeah. problems. I'm not saying do so, something in the Middle so East. No, that's, I'm not going down that road. What I'm saying is there's always going to be a thing. And right now, this is just a different part of, this is part, like, D of the war with the Middle East that's been going on since the 19, what, 60s? Yeah, 70s ish 70s well but, yeah it just it, it part of part of me thinks that it's just and i i mean i've heard this term being thrown around is just like uh that it's become like a proxy war between the u.s and and russia you know just like a way for them to have a conflict without having having conflict yeah. which we've been well, doing with them for on and off for, for the, the last whole, like you know 30 years uh, the whole cold war yeah, I mean, it just it, it just sucks. Cause, I mean, and, and my take on it is like, fucking A, like we got to figure out a way to take in refugees, more refugees, because this is totally a fucked up problem in the world. And like, mm-hmm. for me, like, you know, 100 years from now, like I would want history to be written that way, that like that like the U.S. like did a lot, took in a lot of refugees and like, mm-hmm. you know, saved a lot of people because but, I know like I know like percentage wise like the US and other countries in Europe we have so much more money in comparison to like I think Jordan has taken in the most refugees and like we have like I think we have like a hundred times their GDP and so it's just like it's totally twisted I understand that Jordan's a lot closer Mm -hmm. geographically I'm sure that has a lot to do with it but also like props to them for like helping out their fellow man you know yeah, absolutely. It's weird how the refugee thing has like become like another like example of like a political question. It's like what side of the fence are you on? You know, it's kind of like so it was like stem cell research and you know and abortions. Yeah. And now like it's There's should the U.S. Be... take? But but the thing is, it's should the U.S. take in people are in need? Well, that seems a little more black. I mean, I seem when you say it that way, it seems a lot more black and white. But then yeah. there's the Donald Trump argument, which is well, fear. It's, if it's one fear and ignorance. And yeah, if, if if one in. 10,000, I don't know. I, don't even, yeah, I can't you know, even make it a statistic. I would say one like 10,000, 5,000. Is going to, is, yeah. is crazy. Well, how many Americans are one in 10,000? But I know that a lot of, a lot of the terrorist attacks that have already happened, um, aren't from like refugees or, or immigrants. Like a yeah. lot of them, like I'm, I'm pretty sure the terrorist attacks were from people that were fucking born in Paris uh-huh. or born in France. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I don't know if that's, that's not true, but there are people who yeah. are born in France and they may be of, you know, like the, like whatever they're well, like the Orlando nightclub was a guy who was born in the U.S. Yeah, but what was his, what was his ethnicity though? He was he was like picked well, up by ISIS, right? Yeah, he but, was like but, manipulated well, but, by but, them. But yeah, but the argument is just that you know, like it's it's not so much like bringing refugees does not increase terrorism. That's the argument yeah. That, yeah. that I'm trying to say. But like it just seems like I'm 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 really pretty sure and pretty certain that the U.S. has taken in like. Maybe not the least, because I think Saudi Arabia and, I've seen, yeah, and a few of those other countries haven't taken fucking any refugees yeah. in, and they're, they're fucking right there. It's like, what the fuck? But Maybe. it also, I also am interested in like the economic impact because I know that you know there's a lot of citizens from you know for a lot of Syrian refugees that are like highly educated. That if you bring them over here, like 
put them to work and like mm. they'll they'll help our economy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Nick Hogan, I want to know your thoughts. You I'm just, just been sitting over there in silence. Okay, what, are, what did we hit on? Did we hit on <laughs> refugees? We hit on what do we do about Syria? These are all questions. I want to answer questions from you. All right. And then Nick, I'm going to give you a specific question. <laughs> okay. Not what should we do, but was Trump right in sending that attack or wrong? Fucking around a little. He wasn't fucking around, but it was. I think he was right. You think he was right to bomb? I think he was right too. I think it was right too. I think they were they were about to fuck some shit up. Uh, the people, did you hear the people who got sent to the hospital? Like people, the survivors of the gassing that happened, you know, before we blew up all the rest of the gas. Uh, they went to a hospital and the hospital was bombed by Assad, trying to cover like it up or something. Like I don't understand what the like. I don't even know how that's a fucking thing. Could you imagine that happening in the United States? <laughs> like, I mean, I'm, I'm 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 leaning towards towards that side that because I do think that. Uh, it just seems like the U.S. has to get involved in some way, but it just—it's—it's it's so touchy though because if we start, if we kill any fucking any Russians, then all of a sudden that that would give Russia grounds to like try to retaliate. Could you imagine us. if a Russian person killed an American person here? Do you know how like we we'd all get our fucking pitchforks and be like, "Are you fucking Donald Trump?" It's just you fucking—it's all your fault. Like, but, but I, do, I don't know why. I do. I am also interested in just like how effective. How effective was it? What was the attack? Because uh, like I think it just like we didn't even just like fucked up. We, fucked up like one of the bases. We like, screwed up an airbase. We didn't even completely annihilate it. We no. put a dent in. We basically destroyed some of the buildings on the airbase. It was more of just like a. And I just hey, find it also. That. I just also find it very interesting on the Donald Trump front because he is so much like I'm going to keep my plans to myself. Like, why would I get up? Because whenever asked, like, what would you do about this? Well, why would I sit here and get up here and, you know, talk about what I'm going to do? You know, because if I talk about it on the news, that'll just give whatever, you know, whoever I'm planning on doing something time to. So in not his defense, yeah. but I'm just saying making what I'm trying to understand yeah. the situation is that Barack Obama would like give a shitload of warning that we were going to do something like a yeah. day's in advance or something like that when we were trying to like kill someone. And I'm not saying that isn't like a fucking... Yeah. I mean, it's a good thing to do. Let everyone else in the fucking area get out. And if we don't hit him, we don't hit him. But it's like, we don't want to kill innocent people. Yeah. Donald Trump, on the other hand, did, I heard he did it like a couple hours beforehand yeah. or something. And then they were shot. And then they... Yeah, that's yeah. also kind but of a scary thought, isn't it? Like having, oh, okay. having a, a leader that's just like trigger happy, trigger, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But I just... Oh, Obama was trigger, trigger... I mean, like, all of our presidents are trigger happy. Yeah, but 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 I think the big thing with Obama... The United and, States in general is trigger but, happy. But I think the big thing with, with Obama... Like, do you guys remember this? When this when everything first started happening with Syria and there was the first talks of, like, you know, chemical... Uh, I wasn't you know, really chemical, paying a whole lot of attention. I think it happened in, like, 2012 or 13. 13. Yeah. And I remember when this happened because there was talks all of a sudden of the U.S. getting involved in Syria and the American public was like... Fuck no! Like they didn't want yeah. to do anything. And so well, Obama even Trump was, like, was Trump was against it, and Donald exactly. Trump exactly yeah. said like you're, you're like you're an idiot for even considering it. You should never get involved. Yeah. Let that business be theirs. Like he was like, but, but staunchly who knows, against though? it. Like until three months into his presidency, and oh, let's bomb the shit out of him. Yeah, totally. I don't. But think I, it was I, Don, I don't think it was Donald Trump. I think I think it was people advising him. Probably, Probably a little yeah. bit of Congress. I mean, like, I'm not saying like Congress wasn't. He never like, even consulted Congress. He didn't. Oh no. He, yeah, I heard about that too. You're supposed but, to consult Congress before you bomb well, fucking Syria. But, I do know that. Just the 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 whole thing is though that it. 
who knows what could have happened if the U.S. would have gotten involved back then. Because yeah. maybe, maybe we, if the U.S. would have like flexed some power a little bit back then, this wouldn't have. Happened. Maybe it wouldn't have, yeah. have even like gone to the level that it's gone. And like I know that this is kind yeah, of, but if it, this is kind of like the belief of of like there's a, a lot of people that were critics of Obama and his foreign policy was that like this was one of them is like he really fucked up the whole the whole take on that by not getting involved in Syria back then. Because I don't think I don't think Russia was that involved at that time. Like so, we we could have had that chance to just go in there, flex some power, and maybe maybe the idea was to overtake Assad. I don't know, but it just seems like uh, I don't know. It's just such a fucked up thing that that's happened, and it's 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 just hard to say like what's the right decision. Yeah, it's nearly impossible. You just have to do something and hope. I it's the I, right I think one. we're what's going to happen is. So I guess Russia's in charge. God, it's so fucking weird because Russia is now in charge of the people that we want to fucking kick out. And in, in the normal situation, what happens is a country's being dumped somewhere. We go in, we get rid of the leader, and we say, capitalism, democracy. fucking democracy, <laughs> elect somebody. They elect somebody, and he's like, I'm a douchebag too. You know? And it's just like, yeah, and the United States is like, well, come on, Saddam. You are cool. You know what's really weird about it's just speaking of Saddam Hussein. So I used to work with a lot of um, back in the Persian room. No, but I worked with a lot of people from the Middle East, and they all spoke very highly of Saddam Hussein. Really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's really weird. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a shitty thing though because it's like if the U.S. did try to go in there and overthrow Assad, then that that would just create another fucking power vacuum and just like yeah. to see who else gets in there, and I, it's just. It's just shitty. There's, it's just a shitty thing. And like the saddest thing for me is just like the innocent people who like don't even really yeah. want to be involved, who aren't really radicalized on either side, who just want to like live a regular fucking life. Yeah. Well, and they're caught up in the in, in the midst of it. And like it's just really sad because we're all humans at the end of the day, and we're fucking running around killing people for stop killing really people. really dumb reasons. Hey, even in the '90s, the Bosnian War was awful. Fuck the Bosnians. All right, guys. When we return, so um, we're going to talk about... Can I have a last closing thought? That yeah, was we, your last closing we do, thought. We do need a closing thought. No, fuck the Bosnians. Basically, like, this is going to be... This isn't This isn't over. This is going to keep happening, and we should definitely revisit this topic, yeah. like, in, like, six months, because this is probably the biggest issue it's been in the, the world, yeah. other than, like, you could say we climate, climate, time, change, yeah. is, climate well, change is huge, huge as well. Uh, but this is like biggest humanitarian. Yeah, we we lost the climate change battle though. That's not. <laughs> we're, we're all we're we fucked sure on that. Actually, you know what? You know battle, what? Everyone, when we return, uh, we're going to talk about um, what's happening with the left, social justice warriors. We're going to talk a little bit about technology. Yes. talking about Syria. We'll see how much I cut it up because we just said we were going off in all sorts of directions, talking about religion, talking about... That's probably the weirdest one. Anyway, so we're going to talk about the news a little bit. And 
the most recent thing that happened, like, that's been exciting, like, that in kind of our world of, like, I mean, you guys aren't quite as crazy on Reddit. Me and Zach were quite into this website. It's called Reddit.com. Okay, people are into it. Okay, it's a hot new thing. Reddit.com. I don't know if you guys so, have ever heard of it. So on April 1st, we're talking about r slash place, if you know of it. If you don't, I'm going to give you a quick breakdown. Okay? You, you don't know about it? This this I'm also Carlo. by the way this Hi, this isn't I'm necessarily good. it's not necessarily news but I think it's newsworthy Zachary really Barbarin fucking cool and Nickel Gein. It it's like internet internet money. news we'll call it yeah pretty much uh, so this happened on a new subreddit it was kind of a toy for April first um, which is like Reddit the past few years has, has done like a, like a social experiment type of type, thing, yeah. type of April Fool's joke so to speak not even a joke but just like a random like Kind of quirky and weird. What the fuck's phone is that? <laughs> tell Shayna you have to call her back. Okay, so this is a comment um, underneath. What is r slash place about? This is a subreddit. The subreddit is out of the loop. So someone on Reddit was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Some guy says, on April 1st, the biggest internet war uh, was created or something like that. Maybe not. Um, each person uh, can place a single pixel every 10 minutes on basically... Every five minutes. Every five minutes? Well, those guys wrong. Sorry. Um, every five minutes on a big JPEG picture. So it's basically like... A, did they use Flash or something? They may, might have used Flash. Who knows? But just imagine like like a Microsoft Paint. Huge fucking image. I think it was Canvas, like... Whatever. I think it was like... Uh, maybe a million pixels by a million pixels or something like that or maybe a million pixels in, in total yeah maybe a million pixels in total hmm. uh, so and like every like a, in every five minutes game. you could only place one pixel every five minutes and it was a colored pixel but quickly you like your color like in this and this happened for 72 hours but it didn't take long for like subreddits to get together and like team up to, to like make a, a little image on this like huge jpeg so subreddits of course are you can have a different subreddit for many different topics like there's they're all, just different there's on different one but there's there were big battles against people there's like pokemon all, versus Yu-Gi-Oh, where people were competing in different <laughs> little areas it's like the anime <laughs> corner and stuff and there was a blue corner and a red corner well it, it kind of started off it, i think the way that it kind of started off was really basic uh, basic things like people didn't necessarily know what to do. Like at, at first, there was a lot of Lines really dumb, stuff, right? really dumb things that, that that people were doing. And so, like you I'm know, sure just the basic thing things like the blue corner, penis. the blue corner, and then you had like the green lattice and like these really basic things. But after a while, like people started teaming up and started forming patterns. Like then you had like Rainbow Road, and like people would make on this huge image a oh, Rainbow nice. Road. And like, and then it kind of went beyond that, and like all these different subreddits started like wanting to get their their logo or their banner on this huge JPEG, and it yeah, went it went even further than that. It went even further than that because then I think someone had mentioned something about like, oh, like people on r slash place like like there's no culture there or something like that. So someone decided to put the fucking Mona Lisa on there, and then all of a sudden you had this like group of like you know probably thousands of people at one time placing pixels to, to make the Mona Lisa and the Mona Lisa is fucking on there. Van yeah. Gogh is on there. Then you have pretty much like almost anything that's like popular in 2017 has like a sprite or like something on mm -hmm. there. It's so fucking great. It's pure. And then people started putting flags on there. Like there's a shit okay, ton so, of like flags. So speaking of flags, so Switzerland, I want to say was one of the biggest ones. 
What's the what's the yellow and blue so. flag? Just like just like the the just like the the whole. I think it was not, I think it was Sweden. I think okay, it was, yeah. I think Sweden yeah. was yellow had pretty blue, much yellow Sweden had pretty much Sweden. the entire like, like top the northeast top, of, yeah. of like the map. Mm-hmm. No, no, not that much. But that is shitload. Anyway, so they had a huge portion. The only reason why I know this is because I subscribe to uh, a subreddit called Shovel Knight, which is a video game that's kind of like Mega Man, <laughs> Ducktales, all that shit. Mega and, Mega Man is on and there. They're like, all right, we're trying to take a little bit of Sweden right now, and we reached out to them. We'll see what they say, everyone. And then some like the mod got a response back. He's like, they laughed at me. <laughs> and they were like, fuck R slash Sweden. And then all of the, like, there's not that many people on oh. the, shovel, the Shovel Knight one, but they all hate R slash Sweden. Oh, it, it, it got, it got so funny. competitive. Like, I didn't really, I probably placed maybe like 15 pixels. I placed uh, like five. But like, it got so competitive. And, but it was also really kind of a beautiful thing because like, in the first maybe like 12 hours, maybe, people started putting like swastikas and like, uh, Mainly swastikas and like like sure hate speech or dicks or all kinds of different well, shit and like very what, very quickly very quickly the entirety of of people on r slash place fought against that shit and there's no fucking swastikas on there like there's there's dumb little like dumb little things on there but there's no swastikas there's no hate speech it's and like really there was kind of like there was a lot of like uh, symbolism of like peace between like between different countries because like there would be like where flags would join on the map like they people would like team up and then people made like alliances and i don't know it was just like this really beautiful social experiment like it, it's like it's like at the same level that twitch plays pokemon but mm-hmm. a little bit more beautiful in some ways because of there was so much like teamwork that people put into it like people banded together with their commu- with their little like subreddits of their communities to put these things on there like it, it's so weird because we have the internet that can connect us all instantly but very seldomly we figure out a way to do it usually what? it's like a well who do you think is going to win american idol text four for paula dean <laughs> you know like i for one would love to see paula dean win american idol that would be yeah. wonderful but you guys got to see the, the the final image though we gotta we gotta pull this up hey, yeah. it'll, it'll be up in the middle um, pull up on your phone and show it to but yes sometimes the more connected we are the more divided we are Somewhere. you know I just, I just want to say that, like, you guys gotta, you guys gotta see this, cause it was, like, the coolest and funniest thing. Like, there's just so many funny little, like, uh, little battles that were happening, like, people fighting for space. And, uh, it was just hilarious. Like, I, I remember on, like, the r slash Arizona subreddit, Arizona was trying to, like, get a logo created. And uh, same thing. I think they were trying in, like, the, the northeast part of the map. And like the, the the Swedish were like, well, what do you have to offer? Like, you know, it's like trying to make trying to make an alliance just to get a little bit of space to put your flag on there. It's just so hilarious. I'll, uh, I'll, really cool social experiment, though. So I'll put a, the video on um, this video that I looked up on the bottom of our uh, comment section or whatever. It's so someone made a video of. Down. Someone made a video of like the best parts of R slash places, gigantic game uh, JPEG. Oh god, there's a Rocket League one. Why would there not be a Rocket League one, Nick? <laughs> it's fucking Sat- spawn of Satan. Look at this, this shit's hilarious. Um, it's so great. So I think I might show it here, but there's a uh, there's a moment where someone put up a, a frog of Pepe, and he's on top of like a flag or something, this area, and Mega Man's on the other side. And Pepe's like peeing on the flag. Someone like made some Pepe's peeing on the flag. 
And then they made it so Mega Man shoots a big gigantic blast through Pepe and they kill him. And there's like a video of like it all happening. And it's really fucking funny. And it's still there, like the, the thing of like this frog Pepe or whatever it is. And he's still peeing, but Mega Man's blasting through his stomach. And then at the very last second, like you know how Mega Man has his little buster, right? Uh-huh. Someone Rainbow like put Road. a pixel on the top of it, so it looks like a middle finger. So it looks like he's flicking him off, and it's it's very funny. There's two Mega Mans on this thing. It was just it was so fun to watch, and to, I'm I'm glad that I was like I was able to be like at least a tiny little part of it. Um, so I wish I could have played. Whole, I wish I could have I could have played a bigger role. Uh, but it's just so cool to see the way that like people teamed up. Like I wonder how like the people who came up with the idea. I wonder how surprised they were by it to, to to see like people put the fucking Mona Lisa on there. The best one I thought the best little area that I liked was uh, there's fucking David Bowie like Ziggy Stardust like oh it's so perfect. It just and then you I had, saw that, but I was thinking about the David Bowie thing and I was like he's only on there because it's 2017. But, but whatever, it's kind of cool. So so many. Uh, well, he's on there because he's you know a legend, and there was a lot of like fucking Dark Side of the Moon like was on there. You know, like the 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 fucking album artwork from Dark mm-hmm. Side of the Moon was on there, which was in that like black area. Well, there were so many different communities that came that came about on uh, on our slash place. And uh, one of the funnier ones was uh, Nick, the void. How much time's on there? Nineteen minutes. Cool. But one of one of the funnier communities on there was uh, the void, which their whole object was just place black pixels and like to try to destroy people's yeah, artwork. Yeah, destroy shit. But they all, they want they wanted to make it black and like a little bit like white and stuff. So it's kind of creepy. Did you notice that? Yeah, it's fucking just hilarious. Like the void would get on there and just like fuck shit up and then and then you had people that were like banding together that were like teaming up like to, to try to like save their artwork and i don't know just like the teamwork and like the community well, the thing, it happened all over, what, for something days? so three days three, three days. days that's just so interesting <laughs> that something that had no like culture or story whatsoever appeared out of fucking nowhere and just because people can place a dot on a screen it became one of the most interesting things that's like happened definitely like, like it's going down in internet history yeah, like it, it's internet. it's up there it's up there with twitch plays pokemon like, I I didn't play a role in Twitch plays Pokemon at all, but God it the, damn it, the, the biggest thing Reddit has ever done to like so besides being Reddit, you know, to solidify themselves somewhere. Like, 4chan did a lot of like weird shit, you know, that has like put themselves in internet history. Mm-hmm. Like they they cheated fucking Time magazines like top like. 25 people of something and they've they done all sorts well, of shit but reddit hasn't really done anything except for well reddit no reddit reddit has done reddit it already has a place in internet history without a doubt no of i course. mean reddit has a lot of what reddit's had a lot of witch hunts like you know after the boston bombing that was like one of the more infamous things but reddit also had a lot of positive things like the reddit secret santa which still happens but oh, that, that was like thing, that was like one of the right? yeah that was like that was like that goes back into like Reddit history, like for for a while. But uh, I don't know, just internet history. The r slash place, one of the coolest, most hilarious. Like there were so many funny communities. Like I I found one that was like Healers Guild, and then they would just like all they did was like they would get on there and place pixels to like help other help like help like That's like really different logos. There's just there were so many of them. Yeah, Mona Lisa Clan. If I would have found <laughs> Healers Guild, I wouldn't have slept the whole night because I've been like. I can fix and people were people were on there and I can't remember what there was some type of like some type of chat thing where you could like you know to where you're in like a chat room but like with your headset and people would team up together to like get their artwork on there just such a beautiful social experiment and 
it makes it really exciting to think what Reddit will do next year because this was by far their most popular. Like last year, they did some chat room thing to to like see how big a chat room could grow. Yeah, I see. I, I don't even remember that. Everyone, this is like the only one I, I everyone everyone in the chat about. room. So it started off with like two people. Everyone in the chat room had to like agree to like grow the chat room, and I think like the largest one had like five thousand people in it or something like that. And the year before that, they did something called R slash the button. And it was like this button that could be pushed. Oh, it didn't make I any fucking sense. The so the I didn't button, think it was that inter- that that interesting. But basically, yeah, but the button was you get you get one button press, and the button press restarts the sixty second clock, and every single person gets one. And if you make a new Reddit account, then fine, whatever. You can click the button like one more time, so it adds another minute. But it went on for what two months? Or yeah, something like that. a couple months. I remember I waited a long time to use mine, but people were obsessed with. So as the, the clock would go down, it would change colors from green at like 60 or something like that, you know, to orange, red, blue. But like they were like, you would like say purple wasn't like the last and 10 purple seconds. purple was in the last 10 seconds. If you had to click in the last 10 seconds. But of course, everyone else would click in the last 10 seconds too. So maybe you would get a green color because you clicked in the last 60 and it was just a double click, you know? And then you would comment. And as, after you would comment, it would show like a thing called a flare on Reddit. And they'd be like, oh, I'm a, six, I'm a 10 seconder. I'm a 15 seconder. And it'd be like, oh, that guy's pretty fucking cool. Like... I thought, I, I thought the button was a very interesting. I didn't. I didn't like the here. button personally, but uh, it's just really exciting to think what what, what Reddit will do next year because r slash place was like one of the most fun and like I just was like cracking up the whole time at like watching these pixels being placed and just like cracking up at the artwork that people were putting on there. It got a little bit ridiculous and they they ended it at a good time because a lot of people were were, were putting scripts on there to like save their artwork. You know, just like mm. writing scripts to, to to where there was like a bot that that was just yeah exactly. Placing Doing pixels. Over and over again. But seriously, such a cool, such a cool social experiment, and I really want to see more of those because, like, like I said, I didn't take a part in uh, in uh, in in Twitch plays Pokemon, but I'm very well aware of that because I remember when that was happening, and that is another thing that is just like so fucking amazing to me that that a bunch of people typing in random fucking commands and ended up fucking beating the the Elite Four. I hope that someday they make like a shortened movie version or something because that shit is also super hilarious. Well, the thing about I guess let's, let's do uh, closing thoughts here. But the thing about like the social experiment thing is that it only really works the first time, and there already is an R slash place too. Because like, okay, well let's let's do it again, you know. But you know, it's not it's not the same. It's only like the very first time, and it's fresh and it's new. Yeah, it has to it has to kind of it has to become popular organically. But, but, but you like could, banging you a new create, girl. You could create a game though. Of, <laughs> <laughs> you could create a game though and say so our slash place came out and it was available right instantly it was like this is a thing here you go april 1st they could build hype with something like this another like whatever the next thing is the button r slash place you know whatever but like and reddit posted on twitter saying or you know on their fucking why not why not just do uh, the play r slash place was so fun they should just do it yearly like they should do it yearly towards the end of the year just like this is the 2017 mm-hmm. R slash place is the like I just thought it was so fucking fun and awesome just to just to watch it. Oh my god, awesome. they could, if they did it next year, they could do it for charity where you say you have to I mean no not as many people will play it, but if you put your credit card down and every block you placed was one cent. Well there was already something like cents. that. Because actually what R slash place reminded me of, there was like there used to be like a geosites website that like some dude he charged like a dollar per pixel or something like that and oh yes I remember that. do you remember that and it looked very similar to our slash like, like that's what our slash place reminded but that was me. the million dollar web page or something anyway nitsa carla nickel game um 
What do you guys think? Sounds like y'all need to go ready. get a life. <laughs> it's so sad that you guys, I feel bad that we were talking this whole time. You guys should have seen it. It's fucking awesome. And just I wish so I Somebody's got to be devil's it. advocate. Yep. And you wonder why uh, the older generations thinks that us millennials are entitled pricks. Oh, I don't give a fuck. That r slash place will be on. Well, it'll we're be on fucking. We're entitled pricks because we like putting r slash place on a JPEG. R slash place deserves anything, to be in the, in the loop. take pride in the little things. Well, hey, r slash place. That. The final image from r slash place deserves to be in Are the Are we loop. talking about your? Never mind. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're not quite done yet. Um, we're going to do one last small segment. I have a question of the night. And we got to talk about beer. Victor Sportsbox. That's the question of the night. Major sports bar. Fuck yeah. We'll be right back. Welcome back to episode 58 of the World Famous Fat Cast. This Cheers, is our everyone. Last little segment. Um, we, just, we were going to end the show, but then we decided that we would talk about beer. Um, tonight we have Nick DiCarlo. Nick, hey. you have what beer in your hand right now? Right now I got a Devil's Ale going because we're doing a beer thing. I got a Santan Sunspot Gold going because I wasn't finished with my last one. And I got a um, Jameson Black I was not going. asking for your whole goddamn life story. Yeah, catch up, Nick. Zachary Barber, where's this beer from? I am going with the uh, Santan Hefeweizen. Where's the beer from? It's from Santan Brewing Company. Which is where? And the Santan Which Valley. Which is in Santan Valley, Arizona. Thank you. Jesus Christ. More like Chandler, Arizona. Nick O'Gean. True that. Nick O'Gean, what do you got? You got a good one. I got a Mr. Pineapple. Mr. Pineapple. Let me tell me Mr. What Pineapple. That... What's the matter with this thing? What's all that churning and bubbling? You call that a radar screen? No, sir. We call it Mr. Coffee. Care for some? Dan says. It says Mr. Pineapple. Pineapple wheat. That's it? <laughs> Pineapple wheat? Pineapple wheat. Um, so today well, is beer day. Beer. Today you, is beer day. You, you, Nick DiCarlo, you yes. start us off. Tell yeah, us you're, us you're from Colorado. Yeah, I am. Colorado. You're America's favorite dirt bag. Yep. Um, Coors Light. What does beer mean to you? Happiness. Fair enough. Beer is really good. And beer does make me happy. All right, so... Fuck it. Nick, that was like the worst <laughs> setup I've ever fucking heard. All right, so we're going to start off this topic. I know. Sure you do. <laughs> so we're going to start off this topic. I thought it was poetic myself, but... So we're going to start off this topic yelling. a little bit, you know, but how... I just want to talk about... What we all feel about beer, you know, in general. What's the good beer? What's the bad beer? Do you want to go first, Nick? Yes. I will let you go first. Okay. Okay. I think you're going to fucking nail it this time. Okay. Okay, go. I saw that. Oh, are you not going to ask me what beer means to me? Okay. One of the best beers ever, Stella Artois. One of the worst beers ever I had this week in South Africa. It's called Castle. Castle Light. The only beer that's available in South Africa, really. It's awful. Ugh. It tastes like warm piss that's been cooled down. Oh. Nice. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't imagine South Africa being being very good. I did having very good beers no. in South Africa. Like, wait, why do they not have good? Well, I mean, do you, do you know of any fucking South African beers? Because I feel like there's a lot of beers that are like international that people know about. I don't know any fucking South African beers. You're right. There are lots of Japanese beers. I've had some Japanese really, beers. Like, Chinese beers. There are. I've had. I've had South Korean beers. Korean beers. I've had Thai beers. I don't, the think, Thai like beers. I don't think beer is very popular in Thailand. I don't know. I thought it was like super multi. Nick, 
Nick, God damn it! Stop raising your hand. We're like six beers deep. You say what you gotta fucking say. It's fucking beer day. <laughs> How many beers did you have, Nick, in South Africa? Two and a half. Ooh. The first one is awful, and it was kind of warm. Oh. And then I tried the light version to see if that was better, oh. and it still was bad. And then I'm like, okay, maybe I just got two skunky batches because beer sounds really good. I tried a third; it wasn't good. But you know what? They had good wine. They had actually really good wine. Okay, mm. well, fuck wine. Wines for pussies. The beer I, that you had, though, sorry, wine's not necessary for pussies. Let's no, be, I know. Let's be real. I'm not a big wine guy. Wine and wine day. So I'm not so. necessarily a wine guy, but let's be let's be real. Wine and wine. Delicious ass wines. I like the grapes. Like I like. I'll do a fucking wine dazing. That shit is okay. Basically, alcohol is good. Focus that. <laughs> so okay, so Nick, back to the beer topic. Yes. What made these beers in South Africa so bad? Like, were they light beers? Or they what were they trying to be? And what was wrong with them? Well, there's Castle. Which was like a Budweiser and then Castle Light. It was just the... Castle. It's just called Castle. Huh. Nick, let me just ask you a question. Yes. Because I'm kind of feeling like probably the reason why is the beer culture is not very big. How many options did you have for beer? I had Castle and Castle Light. Yeah, that's why I was getting from it. Yeah. So it, it was just... It's like 1990 America. You know, it'll Jesus. that'll that'll probably that'll probably give you like a little bit of a gut a gut reaction though. It's like you're like, oh, can I get, can I get a beer menu? Yeah, and they're I like, mean, uh, it, yeah, it, it was pretty much that. Like, like the waitress comes up, what would you like? You say, I'll have a beer, and they say, do you want regular or light? That was basically it. Yeah, that doesn't and sound like the what best. What was beer bad experience. about it is it just, I think it was a very like old style beer that's never like change with the times i think it was like first brewed in like the early 1900s and they just never changed the recipe and kind of the just the recipe is like all off you know how like you taste like a is it filtered is it a filtered beer yeah it's like a it's just like you, a light you can hold it up you can see through it and yeah it's probably it's yeah. probably just a fucking mass produced just like yeah it's like, 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 it's, like it's like the same thing that makes Fosters. like a, a natural <laughs> dosakis yeah, a natty light tastes weird or Pure something it's just was it was it malty? Because I feel like the, the when you get like really malty, like you get further down, like the cure, like you know the like the Asian beer level. Yeah. It was and just they like the malty light beers. Yeah. It was just bitter in all the wrong ways. It wasn't yeah, like a, a wasn't... hoppy bitter. It was just bitter. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know how you get bitter. I mean, that's weird. Yeah, it was weird. We could we'll, we'll Google Castle later. You know, I'll just like throw yeah. the whole thing on the screen. So. I gave him multiple chances and it just let me down every time. Like so what would you, you give it out of 10, Nick? Uh, <laughs> pissed water out of 10. Nice. Oh, Very nice. <laughs> like dehydrated piss water. Okay. Like, you know the one that kind of almost comes out looking like Gatorade? Okay. Yeah, I've been there. So zero out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> zero I mean, so why? Because it was still beer and if I drink it, one like Gatorade. Matt, what are your, uh, what are your favorite beers? So, what's your favorite music? My favorite beers change all the time, and it kind of pisses me off because I kind of want to be like, when someone like talks about beer, I want to be like a beer fucking snob. Oh, yeah, it's fucking my favorite beer. It's the best beer of all fucking time. But I'm just like, no, pretty much whenever, like, whenever I try a new beer, I'm just like, oh, this is fucking delicious. <laughs> like, most of the time, it's fucking delicious. And I mean, there, there are a few that stand out to me um, in no particular order. The Coffee Kolsch mm -hmm. by Kona Brewing Company. 
That's delicious. really good, but it's really weird when you take a sip and you're not expecting it. Yes, it tastes just like coffee. It's it's cold. It's a cold. Sh- like that the one like time, coffee. like the one time that you, I'm like, hey Matt, can you bring me a beer? And you brought me it, and I didn't look at the can, mm-hmm. and I just took a. So we're gonna like. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, like, I was not yeah, to catch you off guard. <laughs> yeah. Okay, number two is the uh, Sculpin by. Yes. Who makes it? Big guy. La, no, no, no. Uh, no. Ballas Point. Ballas, yeah, Ballas Point. Yeah. Ballas Point Brewing Company in California. They and if you if They're you want to really get expensive. crazy with it, so it's an IPA, but it's not an IPA that fucking like slaps you across the face. But it just it does just like a wet just fish. the way you want it to. It's weird because like some IPAs you drink and you're like, whoa, Ooh, that's an IPA. You know, like, this is like an IPA you drink and you're like, damn. Like yeah, the first breeze. time the first time I had that IPA was with you actually, and uh, that's one of the only IPAs that I think are is really good in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Like well, it's so crisp. Like I, I, I the first time I ever enjoyed an IPA was like the dead of winter, super fucking cold outside, mm-hmm. and I was like, damn, it just like it just. I think IPAs are the best when it's really cold outside. But the grapefruit sculpin. I was just gonna say, if you want to fuck with it a little bit, you can do the grapefruit sculpin. Yeah, that shit they is. They also like, have a pineapple. That shit is so like oh, so God. perfect for just like a crisp summer beer. So we we okay. So before I move on to the, to the last one, we gotta tag off some points for the sculpin, the pineapple sculpin, whatever. Fourteen ninety nine. Fourteen ninety nine a fucking six pack. No, 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 no. That 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 shit full price at Fry's is like sixteen ninety nine for a six pack. <laughs> it was on sale. It was on sale tonight for thirteen ninety nine. That just must be it's like, so expensive, they, though. They can sell it. What's crazy is that you can make a beer that's so good, you can sell it for $17 for six. For basically twice the 12 price. fluid ounces bottles. But the good thing with that is you only need one, and you feel good. Well, I guess you well, can't get like hammered but the thing is that, like, No, Nick. No. <laughs> it's a, it, I mean, it is, you buy a six-pack, you drink the six-pack. It is a special occasion beer. Okay, so in the very last one on my list of fucking, like, whatever, top three. Um, we all live in Arizona. Is that of Arizona? Prescott Brewing Company makes a delicious beer. It is called the Achocalypse. It's a chocolate porter. And where's it's, it's, it's a it's a chocolate. Ninety nine percent sure. It's is it seasonal? Um, no, they have it all the fucking time. Nice. And it is it is fucking hella chocolatey. Yeah, I'm dude. I'm gonna say that, but like I can still drink three of them. Is is my point? It's not that. like super. It is. It is fucking. It's a lot, but, if but it's you, not too much. Well, I, w- I recommend fuck. everyone try it because if you like it, it's, it will be one of your favorite beers. If it's not, I totally well, understand. But it is one of my favorites. Props, props to you because those are three pretty different beers. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I, I like. I'm not a big, I'm not a big Kolsch guy. I'm not. I shouldn't say that I dislike it because most beers, I'm like, like even IPAs, I are like probably like the furthest from what I really mm. like. I still drink IPA like. Beer's beer is beer to me. Uh, I like them all, kind of. I have my my preferences. Like I like really malty beers, or I like I like beers more on that side of the mm-hmm. spectrum. Like Oktoberfest beers are like those are beers that I can just like chug because they're so good to me. Or like I like porters. I fucking hate those. I like porters as well. You know what I mean? I like um, totals. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I I haven't tried the Achocalypse, um uh, actually, but uh, I do like porters. Um, but yeah, malty beers are like my favorite, and like ambers and reds, yeah, like, like all of that are See, like. I feel like, and I like I like light beers. I like I like cerveza I like a lot. A lot too. Like, I like the Dos Equis amber. It, a I lot like, of it's it, like one of my favorite beers. It's weird. A lot of it depends for for me. A lot of it just depends on 
the situation. I mean, you know, yeah. if you're camping, like you gotta have a good light beer. Yeah, but you know like, what I mean. Like, fine. you gotta, oh, you gotta I have like, a beer. I like you, real love fucking dark beers when I'm camping. But really? I hope you're fucking kidding because if, when I'm camping, it's like I want to have like I want to have like twenty of like the lightest <laughs> possible beer. If I'm around, if I run a campfire, I want to drink a Bud Light. Okay, no, that's absolutely true. If we have a full fucking ice chest and there's Bud Light in there and some really good craft brew, I'm taking craft brew all day. But when I think of camping, I think of like, I don't know, just fucking just getting drunk and having a good time. It's just drinking a fucking light, shitty beer. Yeah, drinking like. Whenever I'm camping, I'm always cold. So I like heavy porters, double porters, if it's cold. So that's what I think of. Fair enough. Um, Nick, Nick, what's your favorite camping beer? My favorite canned beer? I, I said camping, just, oh. but I definitely mumbled it just a little bit. Just beer in general. What are camping your thoughts? Beer, I pro- or camping beer, I'd probably go light. Um, but beer, beer in general. I think beer in general, I have a good story. Okay, fucking go ahead. So when I first turned 21, I was all like Dos Equis. Like that was my main beer. But, you know, doing being in this podcast, it made me open up my... You know, taste buds to different beers. So I was like, "Wow, I'm really I love beer." I wish I could do that about everything. I fucking hate just opening my taste buds. I'm like, "Yeah, man, just fucking eat pickles, crank them up, just crank them up to 11." But yeah, the so I thank Fack for that. So so, what are your favorite beers then? What are your fucking favorite beers now, Nick? Well, I like grapefruit. Grapefruit's good. Well, yeah, I might actually get this. Grapefruit, Mr. Pineapple. Yep. Okay, so grapefruit, and Mr. Pineapple. Um, let's see. There's a good Amber by Phoenix Ale Brewery. That's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I like Dos Equis Amber, but... But you but you like that kind that. of side? Like, what are your thoughts on IPA? Oh, I like IPA. Uh, freshly squeezed IPA from... Oh, that's good. Deschutes. That's quite delicious. I well, I do, I, do like, I do like Deschutes. Um... I don't know. For me, like I said, I, I just am like, I'm so fucking sick and tired of IPA because I feel like, especially if you go up in the Northwest, you go into like breweries, they have like fucking six IPA and they'll have like one other option. I don't understand why they're so popular. I mean, I guess I kind of get it. Like, it kind of seems oh, like beer. it's like the it's like the dank version of of, of beer. Well, it's beer like, and drinks in general, like they go up and down, like popularity, like music, or yeah, like yeah, any type of well, genre or something. Do you remember when like, all I used to drink were fucking AMF motherfuckers when I used to go out to the fucking bars when I was twenty one years old back in two thousand eleven or two thousand ten? Shit. Well, <laughs> audios motherfuckers. Well, I don't know the last audios motherfucker I ever had. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, it, like yeah. Well, no, there there are trends. Like I I do remember. Uh, just like last summer being in the Northwest and being in, uh, you know, uh, Northern California, I, I did notice that uh, Sours and Gose, those were, those were both really popular at the, the breweries I went to, like Russian River Brewery um, is the main one I'm thinking of. But uh, in the Northwest, I don't even know. Portland is fucking crazy for beer. That's a great place for beer for anyone who's a beer fan. Go to Portland or go to somewhere in the Northwest because you'll fucking go to a gas station and they're, they're fucking brewing beer. Like, like <laughs> There's so many breweries. It's just insane. But um, yeah, I don't know. For me, for me, I just I'm like really open to a bunch of different beers. If I'm going, if I'm going to go and I'm shopping for beers, unless I'm camping, in which case I'll buy a light beer. But every other time, I just look for something local, some micro brews. If not local, then a micro brewery from somewhere. Because I think that uh, 
I think that the U.S. has really stepped up their game, and I know oh, that the have. the micro microbreweries are like I think we're now year beers, by year. Right? Are we not? We've got to be because it looks like just. Well, I mean, I know that microbreweries have taken a larger larger you can get market share. You want. Easily, I think we are the like the the craft like capital of the world. Well, right? it's like, oh, well, I want like a I chocolate said, beer that has fourteen percent alcohol. We have well, it. like I said, like I know that the the uh, microbreweries have have gained market share over the past probably t- yeah. five years, well, probably what, let's say ten years. That's even. why Anheuser Busch is buying everything up, including four, four beaks. Beaks. Yeah, well, because they have For real. the money and they realize this is where it's going. Yeah. So that's what they have well, to do. Dude, fucking well, good I think on I think that Bush. I think the distributors had had realized like that uh, that there's more money. Like when you, I don't know how it works exactly, but I think there's more margin in selling something like. Sculpin than there is selling like a six pack of fucking a fucking Budweiser, yeah. you know what I mean? And so like there, so there's gross. more, there's more market share, kind of in in part because there's a higher demand for it, but also Why because of the distributing and everything else, like there's more margin for distributors. You're saying there's more more margin for profits, is what yes, you're saying. Yes, yes. In, in making a craft beer and selling it for eighteen dollars, than making a Bud Light and selling it for eight dollars, six dollars, sure. yeah, whatever. yeah. And See, I think well, that I think that popularity has grown, and like, and like I could say like one of my one of my one of my best friends, a big beer guy, like he's probably the number one person I can think of that is like a huge beer mm-hmm. person. Like he has a fucking kegerator and is always buying like kegs for his house. Um, he has a he has a had some real beer fans. He he has a German girlfriend, and um, she's German she's beer's some, not that good. She spent some fine. time in uh, in the states. Yeah, I mean, you could say the German beer is not that good, but I think like historically, like just Europe is like you know the the epicenter of of beer, and you know like the the whole the whole take on it was that like you know American beers were like piss water and yeah, all this other yeah, shit. We've changed well, that. Though. Talking to her after like you know she she had never been to the U.S. other than like you know um, on like a school trip or something, but she spent time you know visiting one of my best friends her boyfriend and she stayed with him for i think six weeks and he's a big beer guy and so of course he took her to all the best places in northern california which northern california has oh a fucking God, plethora yeah. of great beer uh, and she she basically the northwest <laughs> she was just so impressed like she was like i she's like i always like heard that the u.s had really shitty beers but oh my god like your guys mm-hmm. your guys's beer is better than any of the beer i've had in europe and so yeah i do think that the U.S. has really stepped up their game. I, I, think, probably... I think what it is is that, in general, like I guarantee you, we drink more light shitty beer than every nation, other nation. Yes, and, and we drink more craft beer in terms and of Middle America or well, well Middle no, America, like all of America. Because I still know we tons just like of people getting drunk, man. I still we know. Enjoy it. I know tons of people who are like, oh yeah, I'm a big beer guy, and I'm like, oh, what kind of beer do you like? Oh, I'm a big Coors Light. I'm just like, oh, wait, we oh, kind of run the, the gamut of it though. Like, <laughs> you can still be just in general. We kind of run the gamut, though, because we all start in the same place. Like, oh, you know, hey, go buy me a 30-pack of Natty Ice. Okay. And then you go from the really shitty in college to, like, oh, beer can actually taste good. Oh, there's some really good beer out there. I was never a Natty Ice guy, I'm just going to say. Yeah. The close I ever went was camping beer. <laughs> camping beer would be Bush Light. Yes. Yeah. But you know that's the same thing. Yeah, it's the, that's but exactly that was the that was thing. that was just but, camping. I didn't fucking party and go grab some fucking natty ice or anything like that. I'm very proud to say, that, yeah, I never really was that but, huge of a fan. You know, but if I have if I had the option of, of choosing between like a fucking Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light, mm-hmm. I'd probably go Coors Light. Good job. You're a good man. Ugh. You're a good man. 
Fuck you, Nick. <laughs> For a while there, like, shit, when I was in college, like, Miller High Life was the shit. That's oh, God. Dirt as cheap, like. <laughs> see, that's the, that's the equivalent of Natty Ice. So this topic is going a little bit long, but at one point, so speaking of, like, light beers, me and Nick Carlo, we're roommates now, we live together. He's rooms of the day, my rooms of the Forever day. and always. Now you understand where our house works. Um, we had a taste test one night in college where we had a Coor, we had Coors Light and Milwaukee's Best, which is made, I think, by Coors Light. But in college, it, in college, it was called the Beast because it was for like fifteen bucks you could get a thirty pack, and I think it went up to twenty shortly after that, you know. And then the other ones got more expensive, but it was the cheapest beer we had in Arizona you could buy, and. We both did tested each other where we had three glasses and you could pour whatever. It wasn't just each other; it's a bunch of people. I remember. Okay, well, so maybe we had one of those, but we yeah. the original one I thought was me versus you. Oh, and I poured. Yeah. We, had, we both had three glasses. I poured, you know, whatever I wanted into three glasses, and you had, you know, sips of them, and you said something along the lines of Coors, Milwaukee's best Coors. And yeah. I'm like, you know, like opposite yeah. Milwaukee's best, Milwaukee's best. Sorry, Coors, Milwaukee's best Coors, or whatever. And you're like, really? I was wrong on all of them, on all accounts. So I'm like, yeah, well, fucking, that's weird. So I did the, we did the exact same test, switched it around, and you poured your three drinks. I made my guesses, and they were all the exact opposite. So I think it comes a lot down to fucking branding. Mm-hmm. Definitely, one hundred percent. I have everything been... was just a see-through fucking like thing and said a name on it. I just remember one time see through I was tin can. I was on I was on mushrooms and see we decided to go to the bar and Tell you know the it. first the first thing we did when we got to the bar was order a water because you know that was like the logical like mm-hmm. you know got to fucking hydrate you know that's the most important thing but I remember ordering a beer and it was just like we were just looking around at all the people that were like drinking and getting drunk we're just like but then we're like drinking drinking beer and it was Kilt Lifter, which sucks because you know at that time it was still Four Peaks and now it's like owned by Anheuser Busch. Yeah. But that's pretty. Uh, heavy why, does it, why does it suck? It just it just is like disappointing that it's not like a local a local thing anymore. It still is though. It yeah, is, gotta, but it's, it's not, not the same. It's, it's not. not same. It's not like whatever. That, that, I understand they 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 made money out of the deal, but in any case, I remember drink, is, we're drinking and we're just like, yeah, like you know, this beer's pretty good. The main thing <laughs> it's just is like, just like. Yeah, I'd, I'd drink it. You know what I mean. But it was just like it was just like we very we very clearly realized that like it was a branding thing, and we like we were drinking Kilt Lifter because it was like a local yeah. beer that we but we liked, the, and we're like, you know what, Kilt Lifter's a good beer. I'm gonna fight you on the on the Anheuser Busch thing. They didn't really, except for I've noticed there's been a distinct drop in quality in the uh, service in the brew pub. But um, at Four Peaks, yeah. Four pieces of bar that's in 10 beers. Yeah, but like you just got they didn't, they, they haven't like people, changed people recipes or anything peas, like that. Anheuser Busch basically just did a like, um, restart. <laughs> we just talked for 30 minutes. We about just talked for fucking 30 minutes about beer. I'm telling you guys, I was running long. That was your hint, and no one paid look, attention. Look, look, look. No, no, no. Stop, stop talking. We're gonna, okay, are we restarting? Are we dead? Okay, change it quick. Um, but the four weeks thing isn't so much today. They're like changing their character. It's just a uh, economy of scale type deal. The food has definitely. I totally am cool with four piece getting bought out. I pretty much I I don't buy them anymore. 
I, 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 if somebody offered me a Kilt Lifter, I, Kilt Lifter was one of my favorite beers. I would absolutely drink it. Now instead of getting Atri Ale and Pop Not in cans, you can get anything in cans. Look. If somebody offered me a kilt lifter, I would absolutely drink it. But I'm not going to spend my money. I'm not going to spend my money on it because it's just like, and I and I'm happy for them. Like they probably fucking made a fuck ton of money and they did a great job. It just sucks. Like it's just like ah, because it used to it used to be such a like a thing to be proud of. Just like mm. something in Tempe, like somebody was in Tempe. It's like you got to go to Four Peaks. This is the fucking yeah, by far by far the best fucking place in right, Tempe. Okay, well, okay, I used to that. say that. Let's I used to that. say that. Let's close with that. Dude, look at, that, look at that look of hatred. If you've been out of frame the entire thing, I'm gonna fucking murder you. I, you're gonna, no, mar- gonna, you're gonna marry I'm just, him? I'm just not gonna ex- I'm just not gonna fucking You're gonna marry him? I, we're closing out this podcast right now. I'm not even gonna let us give us a chance to fucking like make closing topics because it's gonna go for another 30 minutes. Are we good? Okay. Yeah. We good? Yeah. Okay, you gotta finish your idea. Okay, closing topics. I think that brown ales. Golden ales, Wait, red stop, ales. Stop, stop, stop. You gotta so finish your say, topic about Four Peaks. Say, okay, closing topic or whatever. We'll talk about Four Peaks or whatever you gotta do. But what I'm saying is that right when you came in, you were sitting down. So when I make the jump cut, it's gonna be us talking and it was gonna be you like, <laughs> okay, 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 start over. So, closing topics. I think that brown ales, golden ales, red ales, I like them all. Mostly the colored ales. Not a racist thing. But sounded like a racist thing. Anytime someone says it's not a racist thing, it's probably a racist thing. <laughs> but I don't know. I like them a lot, and I wanted to make this argument earlier, but you assholes were talking too much, and I couldn't butt in. So I'm talking about it now. I like a lot of those type beers, but I can't tell the difference between them. Like, they're good. Like, I'll drink, like, like a Alaskan Amber. I will drink that all day. It's good. I like it, but I don't really, like... Have very strong thoughts on them. I agree with you. Once you once like, you start they get kind of muddled the, together. When you start breaking into like, you get out of the light yeah. beers and you're just a little bit below like the wheats, yeah. you know, like like yeah. beers that aren't filtered and you can't see through them. Like, yeah, you have you have all those beers and they're kind of like the, like the nut browns. Yeah, exactly. Like, even like all those, like I understand they taste different. Yeah, it's like but, it's like that's good, but I don't have any thoughts on that other than. I don't hate it. The intermediate. I don't love it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm basically like Kolsch, like on that side of it, and then the other side is IPA and uh, Porter. That's your final thought. That's my final thought. All right, Zach. No, my final thought is I like beer. I want it to continue. Yeah, my I want to continue on with that idea because beer is just something. It's just so joyous. Like, especially like lately, like I go in waves with what I'm drinking, like occasionally, like I'll, like I'll go on a kick of drinking like whiskey sours, like consistently for months or I'll go like, I like, I'm I'm a big like gin and grapefruit or gin and gin and juice in general, uh, or gin and tonic. Uh, but lately, like I would say it's been going on for maybe the past year, just like beer is like what I, what I crave. Like if I'm, if I wanted something alcoholic, it's like nothing like a beer you know what i mean and so yeah i love beer as well i love all kinds <laughs> of beer pickle juice for a while <laughs> I, know what you mean. I love i love pretty much all beers like i have my preferences and like there's nothing like it whenever you find a beer that you just want to like chug because it's so good i love that feeling but for me i think the the best part about beer is like where we're at with microbreweries like 
That I think is like such a fun thing to do. If like you're traveling through a new city, fucking check out the local breweries. Oh. Like that shit is so fun and exciting to me. I uh, thought you were gonna say the best, you know, part about beers is like putting a pause on reality. It's the alcoholic's version. Okay, so I'll I'll do my my final thoughts here. Yes. Going to a local brewery is like the alcoholic's version of going to like a local art museum or something. And all instead of having to know anything fucking not alcoholic about, but alcohol connoisseur. Sure, fine. But I mean, like instead of having to know something about art and being able need actually, of course, you know, like having to pay the entrance fee or whatever. You're just paying a fee to drink some beer, and you're getting off by drinking beer. It's the greatest thing in the fucking world. Well, um, my, no, you already did your closing thought, motherfucker. So you already you got no great Great open is like seeing a Van Gogh. Something I have something really important to say. Like I do, I do think wine is great. You've lost the room. I do think wine is great, but I want to see if you guys agree with me. Wine, no matter how great it is, to me. It's really hard to tell the difference between like a red and a white. Like the, all the differences are so like minuscule. Mm, nope. No. I no. was just gonna say. Yes, no. I. I no. Say but like I can't. Beers, I can't discern the flavors. Beers though. to me have such a broader range of flavors. To I don't me. like broads. Nick, your final thoughts. <laughs> well, you have the final thoughts. These are the happy real National final Beer Day, everyone. That's your and final fucking. I'd like to thank Fact for. Expanding my um, power knowledge and pellet. You have fucking one. Cheers to that. Palette, <laughs> Cheers, guys. I'll drink to Happy that. beer day. As Homer Simpson once said, to beer, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. Homer right. Simpson. So, this was episode 58 of Fat Casts. We're on uh, SoundCloud. We're on YouTube. We're on podcast services around the globe. Twitter. Uh, we are on that Twitter. If you want to ask us a question, send us an email at facemails at gmail.com. F-A-Q-E-M-A-E-M-A-I-L-S. Cheers, everyone. Dot com. For Zach Barbara. For Nick DiCarlo. For Zach Barbara. For Matt Miller. Thank, thank you all what for about listening. Me? Thank you all for listening. <laughs> oh, the beer got to us. Thank you all for listening and we're out. That was a fun one. We should just...